And welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. Happy New Year. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, it's it's 2021. We're on to better things, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope so. Uh, things look to be on the um, come up and everything. Def- definitely. Um, well, Chris, other than uh, what happened last night, <laughs> how was your week? It was good, you know. Um, it was the holiday, so, you know, no, uh, I was off Thursday and Friday, which is nice for a change. Nice little short week. And uh, we're back at it this week with a full week, busy week ahead. Exactly. And I know we normally start off each show with listener's choice, but because of what happened last night, I got mm-hmm. a lot of texts about it, a lot of questions asking what my thoughts were about it. So we're going to save that for the end of today. Sound like a plan? Sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, all right. Let's jump into the NHL because – there is some there is some sad news to report in the NHL. Boston Bruins legend Zdeno <clears throat> Chara has signed with the Washington Capitals on a one year seven hundred ninety five thousand dollar deal. Yeah, the you Bru- know um the Bruins informed him that he is no longer part of the picture in Boston, basically. And on top yeah. of that, too, I know um. He didn't want to take a, a limited role with the Bruins, and the Bruins weren't willing to give him what he normally was with them. So the Bruin, uh, so the Bruins basically just said to him, "Yeah, see you later," because you don't want to comply with us. Yeah, you know this kind of has been on the radar for the um, quite some time now. You know, there's been talks at the last couple of trade deadlines. He's been kind of signing those like one, two year deals lately, Char. So you know what. Uh, he brought the city a championship. He will be forever loved in Boston for sure. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see him with that capitalist team. They're kind of loaded up down there in Washington. We'll see what happens. Well, here's the thing with Chara. This is 1,000% his last year in the NHL. For sure. Without a, without, without a doubt. This is 1,000% it for him. And the reason why he picked Washington too was actually because of virus concerns. Um, because it looked like – now, there were rumors flying when this came out. It looked like he was headed to Montreal. It really did for a second. But because of the whole virus concerns and the fact that like he actually wouldn't be able to see his family because uh, he would be in Canada because of the how the divisions were lined up this year, yeah, he chose to go to Washington because of you know it's safe it was safer, and if necessary, he can see his family because. The, the report is that his family is actually staying in Boston while he's playing with the Capitals this year. But if something comes up with his family or anything like that, he can immediately go back to his family if necessary. He wouldn't, exactly. be, able, he wouldn't be able to do that if he went to Montreal. Just a train ride away, God forbid. Ex- exactly. So Bruins fans are very upset about this. Yeah, you know, all good things must come to an end. Um, I feel like Bruins fans saw this coming. Uh, it's never easy when you lose a player that you had on your team for many successful seasons. Well, I, I agree and disagree with that. Bruins fans, they knew that the end of Chara was coming, but I don't think they expected it like this. Where the Bruins, yeah, said, where the Bruins they said, were hoping that he would retire, it. but you know, Chara wants to continue to play, and the Bruins have a lot of young defensemen. They don't really have a spot for him, and it's kind of how things work sometimes, you know. Same thing would happen with the Rangers with Lundqvist, you know. They had this new goaltender who was ready to take the reins. And then, you know, stuff happens no matter how many, how successful you were for a team. You know, it is a business in the end. Exactly. For both, for both parties. Now, do you think this – no, because uh, Chara, obviously, veteran presence on the team. 
the captain. Do you think this hurts the Bruins at all, or do you think this actually makes them a better team? I don't think it improves the Bruins. I mean, sorry, I don't think it hurts them that much, but I don't think it improves them as well. Kind of just uh, they're just going to stay the same, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So, can you and I agree that uh, Patrice Bergeron is probably the next captain of the Boston Bruins? I would say so, or Pasternak maybe, but probably Bergeron if he's been there longer. I'll probably be Bergeron until he retires, which he's getting up there in age too. Then yeah, they, may, they prob- may not even name one too. Who knows, you know, they might wait to name one. They'll name one. We'll see. Bru- are you, Bruins fans will absolutely lose it if they don't name one. It happens, though. It does happen. And yeah, uh, Rangers, Rangers don't have a captain for like three years now. It stinks. And they're still not going to have one this year. Chris, you and I both know it's going to be Alexi Lafreniere within the next like three years. You and I both. I think, I think that I, that's honestly, that's honestly what I think they're waiting for. They're going to uh, probably give it to him once he produces and et cetera. So you and I both know that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm all in on it. Let's go, baby. And speaking of the Bruins, they're actually going to be t- partaking in a uh, out some an outdoor game this year. Yeah, um, Lake Tahoe, right? Yep. Over over to beautiful Lake Tahoe. I have been there. Yeah. I've, I've be been sweet. there. I've been there a few times before. It's a nice area. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Uh, so it's going to be Vegas in Colorado on February 20th, and then on February 21st, it's Boston versus Philadelphia. Yeah, a lot of fans are. This is this is a head scratcher to a lot of people because the point of having you know all the divisions playing each other was to reduce travel, but yet the NHL is sending Boston and Philadelphia all the way to the West Coast to go play a game. Yeah, you know, yeah, interesting. That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. So, but, uh, I guess because there's no Winter Classic, they're trying to or stadium series, they're trying to do something outdoors. I guess the teams agreed to it too. I appreciate it. You know, whenever there's an out. For some reason, whenever there's an outdoor hockey game, it's always it's always like a classic. And I'm not, I'm not yeah, trying to say all oh, the winter. both winter classics that the Rangers were in. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome experience as a fan too. Well, I don't I I don't know if fans are gonna be there though. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> when they have fans, but yeah, definitely not mm-hmm. probably. So I'm de- I'm definitely gonna be watching both those games since they'll be televised. I'm interested to see what happens because the outdoor games always tend to be some of the best games of the season. So. Definitely cool to watch. So let's jump into the NBA off of that. So the Celtics are off to a little bit of a slow start. This is expected, though. This There are some fans who are like, all right, this is worrisome. And to those fans, I want to say just relax. You know, they're, they're four and three. Relax. This, 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 I'm not this, worried about them. This was going to happen. You know, yeah, J- Jalen Brown's averaging 27 a game. Yeah, Jalen Brown's the best right player on the, on the team, right, without a doubt. Yeah, it, they are both filthy, him and Tatum. And um, like, we, like we talked about last week, once the rotation starts to get down pat, and, you know, it's going to be good. Exactly. I'm not worried about them. Like, they're trying to figure out until Kevin comes back, who can be, who can be the Kemba without, without yeah. Kemba, basically. You know they're going to be anywhere between the three and the five seed. Exactly. When all set is done. Somewhere between that area, like always. Exactly. I mean, you never, you never know. They could they could steal that two seed. You never know. Yeah. yeah. The East is wide open. It's, it's, it's a crapshoot for sure. Which is weird because normally you can just be like, all right, the East is either like Milwaukee or it's like Toronto or it'll be Miami, Philadelphia, Boston. So far in the first, like, so week week and a half, two weeks. The East, 
yikes a little bit kind of outside of Philadelphia yeah. outside of Philadelphia uh, I- Yikes. I know all my Nick fans are pretty happy about the way uh, Tom Thibodeau's got those boys playing. They're three and two right yeah, now. They, 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 even though they've only played five games, it's only five games. But I have to say, Matt, I had to give credit to him. I do that too. He's got them playing defense, and you know, um, it's good for New York for to see them doing good. I mean, it's only five games, but I they think uh, a, a coach, a, a coach makes a difference, and no matter what sport, a good coach is everything. Exactly, and the Knicks like. Normally at this time of year they'd be in in, in five games they'd be like one and four most likely oh and yeah. five two and three. This te- this team is a lot different. Um, they're you know they're making things interesting. They got a big win against Definitely. Milwaukee. R.J. Barrett's coming into his exactly. Own. So it's like I'm not I'm not going to be like oh the Knicks are back compared to what they used to be with you know Patrick Ewing. They're not but back. They're getting there. Yeah, slowly. Baby, um, it's a slow process. It's like when, them, when but... I say baby steps, I mean like literally like baby steps. Like this is like step yeah, two of baby steps be, right here. Being able to compete in every game and not just getting blown out every game. Exactly. That's the steps they seem to be taking. No, they're still going to get blown out. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. You know, it's, it's never an NBA season without the Knicks getting blown out a couple times here and there. Every team gets blown exactly. out. That's, that's the NBA for you. No one it, – it's the NBA. Exactly. Um. So what's been so what's been surprising to you this year so far in the NBA? Like who like what teams uh, are like standing out to you other than the Knicks? Uh, you know, um, the Nets. Um, I didn't think Kyrie and Kyrie, uh, Katie would be looking as good as they do. You re- you, um, you even though you, you're kidding me, Chris. You really didn't think? No, I. I mean, no one knew exactly what they were going to be together as that pair, and right now I think the Nets look real good. I know it was expected, but, you know, after seeing them play a couple of times, I'm impressed with uh, the way Steve Nash has got them playing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously they blew up the Celtics on Christmas. Um, they have looked good, I will say that. Um, for me, a, t- a team that stands out to me right now, as I'm just like, whoa, a little bit. Um, I'm going to do, do a positive team and a negative team. I'll start with the negative team first. What the heck's going on in Toronto? I mean, these guys went. These guys had a seven-game series with the Celtics in the playoffs last year. Nick and Nurse had about five point five million uh, sideline meltdowns last year. And I was like, all right, you know, and these guys—they're going to be a good team. Toronto, man, like, what the heck's going on with them? Their only win this year is against the Knicks. They beat them one hundred and eighty-three, but they're struggling. They're one and four right now. Yeah. They are struggling. I, I don't like them, so I love to see it as a. Oh, I love. Fan. Oh, trust and, me, um, I love seeing Kyle Lowry. You know, um, it's early on. We'll see what happens with them. As a Celtics fan, after what they lost a couple, they lost a couple pieces in the offseason. Gasol and some others. You're right. They did. But what I love to see as a Celtics fan, I love seeing Kyle Lowry struggle. Yeah, I was happy gone. he got the title because, admittedly, he deserved he deserved a ring. He did, but now that he has it, I do not care about him anymore. Good basketball player, but he's just he's just and especially with how Nick Nurse was acting on the sidelines last year. Like sure. I lost so much respect for Toronto, so the fa- I'm I'm so happy yep. that they're struggling right now. As yeah. for a good team, that I'm like okay, like this is this is, you know. 
all right, they're standing out to me. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah, we knew that was going to be a thing. It's. I knew they were going to be good. I didn't know they were going to be like five and two though. I know they 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 got a good squad there. They man. do. They're they built they built a great team over there. I feel like, and I feel like it's it's awesome. a very underrated team. Definitely, they're gonna they're gonna be right out there in top of the West. I mean, having Chris Paul there, I think, is plays a huge role in there. Into their success. He's a great basketball player. Because he's going to make Devin Booker better. He's going to make DeAndre Ayton better. He'll make Jay. Spreads he's going to make Jay Crowder like look amazing this year. He is. Crowder, yeah, another good player. And the the Suns this year, when you look when you look at um, their games, they not a lot of blowouts. Like they're winning tough competitive games here. Yeah, they are. When you look at the teams that they've beaten so far. They beat Dallas. They beat Sacramento, they beat New Orleans, they beat Utah, and then last night they 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 went toe for toe with the Clippers. They lost, and then they also beat Denver as well. Like this team, they can hang around. This team can hang around with anybody this year. I feel like. Uh, I want to see what this team looks like against the Lakers, because obviously, obviously the Lakers are the Lakers. So. Let's see what they can do against the best teams, the best team in the league. In my opinion, I don't care what record Sarah now. I still think the Lakers have the most talent on their team. Let's see what they can do against the Lakers. Oh yeah, it's a work in progress. When you have all that talent, you got to put it together. Yeah, I mean, Lakers, Lakers are five and two. I'm not concerned about them at all. So, yeah, no, no concern there. Uh, Steph Curry dropped sixty two points last night, Chris. I don't know if you're aware of that. I saw. It. Yeah, I watched the highlights. Uh, so, so are you? Do you think the Warriors are a playoff team? Without Clay, based off of it's what tough. you've seen so far, um, it's it with Draymond back. Uh, Draymond Green came back, so he's gonna have to be the X factor for them to uh, get. I in. think they get him. I think they're the, the last seed though. I don't know. It's it's tough. Maybe if they were in the East, it's gonna they're gonna have to really go on a run because the West is good. The West is very good, but I think they get in. I think they're the last seed without a doubt. Yeah, I you can know, see Steph, that. Steph just put up a sixty-two point game. Um, I'm not gonna say here, squad. I'm gonna do that every night. That, that that's insane. But with Draymond back, it does relieve a little bit of stress from Steph. But you know, Steph still has to go out and drop like 30, 35 a game each night. So yeah, definitely. We'll see what this team is without Clay. They still have to find that identity. Right, and then last, uh, what do you th- how do you, what do you think about John Morant being out for three to five weeks? Was that uh, spring ankle? You hate to see it. You hate to see that. I'm a great young player. I really like him. I do too. It it really sucked to see that. Um, as as a Celtics fan, we did play Memphis the next night of when this happened. So like it was like it was like all yeah. right, cool. We don't have to play job. At the same time, it's like oh, I feel bad for the kid. I really do. Reigning reigning rookie of the year. He's definitely you know one of the best players in the league. Has probably one of the brightest futures as well. I, I, definitely up and coming. Definitely, he's good. I feel like this is this is. Only gonna make them better. I feel like this injury in a weird way. They got a nice little squad. In there. Hopefully, Memphis can hold, hold the four until he gets back. They do, and I feel like this injury—it's gonna—it's like one step back and one giant step forward, basically. Exactly. Just like how Saquon with the with the ACL. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on into college football. Uh, not a lot going on in college basketball, so we're just gonna completely skip that today. Uh, not, nothing really interesting to talk about yet. Uh, 
Yeah, Notre Notre Dame doesn't deserve ever. I, I what they do every year in these games is just remarkable. <laughs> Chris, I agree with you, one hundred percent. They're so frustrating to watch. Yeah, they, they don't play anyone. They play like Pac twelve teams, and every year they get in, and then it's the same thing. They get blown out. Exactly. And this year they joined the ACC. It was in the ACC tally game with Clemson. Lost the Cle- lost the Clemson. And then they got to go play Alabama. Alabama. I'm not going to say Alabama blew them out because they didn't. They did not. They did, this game was a lot closer than what I thought everyone else thought it would be, I feel like. They, yeah, they still covered the spread, and it was a gross game overall. But because you and I were on here saying, saying last week, oh, Alabama's about to blow these guys out. Yeah, I mean, in the end, it was a blowout, but it was they kept it close for the it was thir- the final yeah, The final like, score this was 31-14. to 14. I thought it was going to be like 56, yeah. like 10, something like that. <clears throat> Yeah, they, they Alabama had a sloppy first half, and that's why it was closer than um, it was. But uh, it's going to be a good national championship. Uh, future sure. Heisman winner, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, seven receptions, 130 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, let's get let's get this guy to the Giants. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> uh, he's not falling. Now. He's going top five. And I did say – I know I said last week I think Mac Jones is going to win the Heisman. Yeah, I 100% take that back. It's going to be Devontae Smith. Yeah, I think I said you did, Smith you did, win you did call Smith, years. and I'm, and I'm going to join you on that. I'm going to take back what I said about Mac Jones, and I'm going to be like, all right, it's going to be Devontae Smith now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mac Jones, though, don't get me wrong, great player, uh, 25 for 30, 297, and then four touchdowns. We'll be interested to see where he ends up, how high he goes in the draft. I'm telling you, this kid's going to be a Patriot. I'm telling you. Did man. you know? Did you know that he was uh, Jerry Jones' grandson? He is. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I never like knew that until recently. Oh man, that yeah, sucks. I know, right? Oh, Chris, <laughs> why'd you have to tell me that? Oh man! Oh, now I don't want him near the Patriots. Oh, this sucks. Oh yeah, Jer- yeah Jerry's going to pick a watch. Fine. Oh, my yeah, God, probably. that'd be hilarious. Oh, Chris, you just ruined it for me. Oh, <laughs> Chris. Oh, man. I feel like I, I feel like that Notre Dame defender that got hurtled by Najee, by Najee Harris now. That was an yeah. insane hurdle, you got to say. Awesome run. You know who also did awesome? Justin Fields. Justin Fields and the Ohio State Buckeyes. They did amazing. So... Yeah, I was glad to see Clemson I'm, go down. Admit, I'll, I'm wearing a Clemson sweatshirt right now, but admittedly, I'm so happy Clemson lost this game. No, just a little too cocky for their liking, you know. Um, I said at the beginning of the year that I thought Ohio State could win it all. You know, we'll they're see, a game you away know? from being I, I from you being right, team. Chris. Yeah, we'll uh, see. the final in this one was forty-nine to twenty-eight. This wasn't even close. So. So, like, nah. you know, so leading Dominant up to this game, half. Dabo Sweeney obviously would not stop talking about how the fact that Ohio State didn't belong. He said, oh, and he was asked, you know, what the preparation would be like. He'd be like, it's going to be a quick study because, you know, they only played six games this year. And I'll be honest, Clemson played like they, they quickly studied because they didn't show up at all. It seemed like they were looking ahead instead of looking at the opponent that they had to play. The so. only player, the only player who like was good for Clemson, 
was Trevor Lawrence. That's it. Everyone else, like, where were you? No, he, he wasn't, wasn't even, even that, that good. good. But he was the He had his struggles, for sure. No, and, like, Trevor Lawrence did not, was not his best night. Yes, he threw for 400 yards. But wasn't his best night. Only two touchdowns and a pick. Like, nope. Like, compared to what Justin Fields did, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second. But it's like Clemson, like, what the heck happened? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Fields is going to be good. It's just um, there's a lot of questions regarding him because, you know, you look at the Big Ten championship game and he had a really bad game well, versus Northwestern. And then he comes out against Clemson and he Well, Trevor Lawrence just had a bad game. So, it, <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone has bad games. I'm just very curious to see if he can continue that hot streak for the national championship. Uh, Justin Fields in this game. Went 22 for 28, 385, six touchdowns and one pick. Six touchdowns, Chris. Yeah, I watched the game. I was like, I was one, I couldn't believe it. I didn't see, I was busy in the first half, so I didn't get a chance to see it. But I actually, actually, the play that I saw was the play that Justin Fields got hurt. When, when, you know, when, you know, that horrible, horrible targeting call happening because. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you think of that, but that's not targeting. That's te- that was a terrible call. Nah, for sure. And I think the NCAA, they need to fix the definition of targeting. They do. The NCAA's got a lot of weird rules that like are like so different from the NFL. Like it just never. Really they need to sense. fix that targeting. That's. I think that should be their top priority. Yeah. Next, next they have the a lot of rules role. to fix. And then second thing they got to do: expand the playoff thing, so it's not just Alabama, Clemson. Ohio State, and then insert whatever fourth team will be there. Yep. Just, just like we said. But, but back to back to this game though with Ohio State. You know, d- another thing that Dabo said going into this game was that Ohio he ranked Ohio State at eleven simply because they didn't play like eight or nine games. And then after the game, he was at, he was asked about this, and he just defended his comments said. Look, you know, yeah, they beat us. I said they could beat us. They're still the eleventh ranked team in my opinion because you know they didn't play eight, nine, ten games this year like we did. Dabo, Dabo, come on. Yeah. That's his style. You know, he's going to talk. Um, what's that? Dabo, if you're really saying that they're the eleventh, they're the eleventh ranked team, that's pretty sad. That in a champ, that in a playoff game, in in a in, the, in a bowl game, mind you, you're the second ranked team. And in the nation, you just lost to the eleventh in in a semifinal. Dabo, come on, just admit you were wrong and move on. Right, Chris? Yeah, he's not <laughs> going to do that, though, Matt. Oh, I know. He's not doing that. You know that. But with this game though coming to an end, it did officially end Trevor Lawrence's time at Clemson. Most likely, all signs are pointing that he's going to be entering the NFL draft. I heard a crazy rumor that they're trying to pair up. They Urban are Myers with him. That Helping is something to keep an eye, keep an eye on for right there. Is that? And you know that's an, that's an attracting spot now. As bad as the Jaguars are, they have a hundred mm-hmm. million dollars in. They're going to have Trevor Lawrence too. Yeah, I mean, I know I read today. The only thing is that they're the forget what they, the owner is going to be yeah. the GM for a year, which is a little weird. Uh, so that's yeah. a little iffy. With you don't want yeah, him spending hundred mil. Upset. Basically, basically everything. Interesting, but but you know it's definitely an attractive player. It's number one player. And the thing that Trevor Lawrence is going to bring to Jacksonville too, most likely, is a is is a winning is a winning Leader. attitude. 
because in his time in his time at Clemson, he only lost two games. And I would say leadership. He has great leadership qualities, and he can make all and make all that. This kid's gonna be great in the NFL. Yeah, I can't wait to watch. Speaking of the NFL, let's jump into it. The Patriots' official season officially came to an end yesterday. They beat the Jets 28-14. Cam Newton Newton arguably had his best game of the year yesterday, without without a doubt. Yeah, nothing really to read into there. Uh, Cam Newton went 21 for 30, 242 yards, three touchdowns, and then ran it 11 times for 79 yards. Oh, and he also caught him. And he also caught yeah. a touchdown, too, from Jacoby Myers. It will be interesting to see what the Patriots do at quarterback. I think they definitely upgrade, maybe bring Cam back to compete. It, Cam is in a tough spot because he did well, not well, show enough this year to a, technically be warranted as a starting quarterback. Cam Newton was brought to New England to fail. He was set up to fail in New England, That's exa- and that's exactly what he did. When you look at the receiving core that he had this year, it was it was Julian Edelman who was not healthy. It was Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, and then his tight ends were Ryan Izzo, Dalton Keene, who really was not around at all this year, and Devin Asiasi, who also you know was barely around this year. And then when you look at the offensive line, which was not great either this year, yeah, he was gonna not have a good year, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You could say that too, though. But you could also play devil advocate and be like, "How many years did Tom Brady not have weapons yet? He made all those yeah, but look, but look, look so at what, good." But Brady saw um, this come. I I have nothing against Cam Newton. I have nothing against Cam Newton, but I don't think he's the future for you guys. He can't make those deep balls anymore, and he's really just a running quarterback at this if point. If you saw some of the throws Cam was making yesterday, though, if, if he had some real receivers, this would have been a different season. I don't know. I don't think he's the answer for you guys, but I'm, I, I got my own problems. The, the, the other thing, too, Brady saw this coming. That's why he left. He saw this coming. He was done He was done with Bill not really doing anything to improve the team. And so he said, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. That, he, wanted out, he wanted out of New England. Cam Newton wanted to come to New England. And the fact that the Patriots went 7-9 and nine with this roster, way better than what I thought everyone else thought they probably were going to do this year. Yeah, um, I, like I said, I think he's a bridge quarterback. Definitely not your. Oh, future. he's certainly not going to be the future. future because, you know, he's up there. He's he is starting to get up there in age a little bit, but I think maybe have him for. Yeah. Now I'm, pro- I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, for, for some people listen. But if he was here for like another two, three years, I would not mind that. I wouldn't. It just ha- unless unless they get somebody in the draft that is an instant day one starter. That's the only way I don't see Cam Newton coming back, if I'm being brutally honest. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be an interesting offseason for your past. Exactly. Um, so the Giants, they won yesterday. But something else happened that we'll get into in a second. Chris, what do you, what did, without, without getting too upset, what did you th- – I'm not upset, actually, today. I'm actually in a lot better mood. Um, mm-hmm. than you would think after everything that happened. You know, uh, coming into the season, new coach, uh, you lose Saquon week two. Uh, not many people thought the Giants would win six games. You know, I know the division was bad. Um, I still oh, think I they're too. the best team in the division 
overall. But um, it, it is what it is. You know, I Joe Judge is legit. I like the direction we're going. I like our D coordinator and um, and um, I like this team. You know, they. I think Daniel Jones can make all the throws. Um, right before he got hurt, he was really starting to click. And I think if he doesn't get hurt, we would be in the playoffs right now. And um, Evan Ingram drops that ball in Philly. You know. All these little things come back to haunt you in these games that you blow. You know, you blow an 11-point lead versus Philly. You know, uh, you could go all the way back to week two versus Dallas when Prescott got hurt. They had a 10-point lead. In the it was week quarter. five, not week two. You know, you win, you win one of the – yeah, week five, sorry. You know, all those games, um, they all add up at the end of the year. You know, you want to control your own destiny. You don't want to have to wait for cowards like the Eagles. We'll get into that. But – um. You know what? Um, I, I like the direction of this team. We have a lot of cap space. Um, I want them to bring back Leonard Williams. He is a monster, just peaking. Uh, he's going to be pricey. So I think they give him a long-term deal, and then they're going to tag Daly and Thomason for a year. And then once Nate Soldier's contract's up, they'll give uh, Daly and his uh, deal. And then we got to go out and get a number one receiver, either at the draft or the, the free agents wide receivers are loaded this year. Uh, we got to keep building around um, Daniel Jones. Um, maybe figure out the line a little bit, but um, I think the future is bright. And um, the schedule next year is not as harsh as it was this year for the Giants. So I think they could really what's your schedule next be year? Be a good team next year, and um, I'm happy with. Um, it just came out today. I don't have it in front of me right now, but um, compared to last year, it's just a lot overall better. We had, we had a brutal schedule the last two years. Um, my only two things I want to see happen besides everything I just listed is I would like to see David Gettleman probably just retire because they're probably not going to fire him. He's going to get forced retired. I hope he's a goner. And then as much as I don't want to see Daniel Jones have to learn a new system, I just don't think Jason Garrett is the guy for him. I think that was kind of like a one, a one year thing for him kind of help judge. Oh my God, the schedule is so easy like compared that. to this year's. It's day and no. night. I mean, I don't want to get too excited. It's the NFL, but if we can have a good offense, I think you guys are about to go eight and zero at home next year. <laughs> they can possibly win ten games. I think maybe, maybe, maybe nine. I have them going eleven and five with this schedule. Oh my god! You know? Oh my god! That's an easy I hope schedule. so, man. I no, hope I'm so. Of that. Compared to what? So yeah. now, now I gotta so, say it because now because I'm just like, oh my god! So here's what the Giants are dealing with next year. Obviously, you have the three divisional uh, teams. Then at home, they have the Raiders, Broncos, Falcons, Panthers, Rams. The hardest game on that is the Rams, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah I'm not, can't. I can't even get into the schedule. I'm still, like, trying to get over this. You know, you can't look at the schedule. Every game it's the Giants. Every and game away from the Giants, it's, it's obviously it's the three divisional. So. And then Chiefs, Chargers, Saints, Bucks, Bears. A little bit harder on, on the away part, but – my God, if you guys if you guys can run the table next year at home, you guys are fine. It, it comes down to winning the games you have to win, winning some games you don't have to win, obviously. And you well, know, you know Doug Peterson is going to try everything. Yeah, so that's two wins right there. So yeah, we're gonna oh, have a lot of bad blood with that. Uh, right Derrick Henry got over two thousand rushing yards on the season yesterday. The Titans state as the Titans won last second against the Texans to win the AFC South. Derrick Henry, this, this is just the beginning for Derrick Henry still, which is crazy to say. By far the best running back in the league, without a doubt. No, 
Yeah, he, he looks like he's on. If he continues to do what he's I mean, doing, he's going to be He's in contention for MVP this year, which is crazy. Never happens for a running back. The yeah, last running back to win it was not, Adrian Peterson. Never, not unless you – Yeah, you got to clip exactly. that too. He that did too, that. Okay. I, he's, he's not going to be the MVP this year. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if he's the runner-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills, they beat Miami sure. yesterday with the Colts winning yesterday as well. Miami is officially sent home for the year. Um, good first year for Tua. And another solid year for Brian Flores. Yeah, I mean, they're 10-5. and five. It was a good season. And they yeah. have a third draft pick via the Texans. So, yeah, ten, a 10-5 and five ten team is going to be getting a good player to add to that team. You know, I, I hear a lot of stupid stuff about, like, two of this, two of the guy. They like, have to, I, they have I to think they with stay with Tua, so we'll see what happens. Uh, the Cleveland so. Browns, for the first time since 2002, 18 years ago, they're in the postseason. I'm so, I'm so happy for them. They're definitely a team. I, as much as I hate the Browns, I'm not a big fan of them, but um, no. they're a team you and, don't want to play in the playoffs. Definitely not. Them and, I would not want to be playing the Browns and the Ravens. The first the team for the for the Browns to play is Pittsburgh, who they beat to, to officially clinch a spot in the playoffs. I think they're going to win that game. Right the Browns. There. Uh, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about the wild we'll talk about the wild card predictions in a few minutes. I like that though. Uh, something I'm, I didn't like though was was the Cardinals. They yeah. officially they got eliminated yesterday because you know Kyler got hurt, so that really. Screwed them over right there. Um, another thing about the Cardinals too is being reported that Larry Fitzgerald is retiring. That's another. That's that's just sad to see. But at the end of all this, the Chicago Bears are in the playoffs as well because of this. Um, so another good year for Kyler Murray. Wow. Um, I'm the Cardinals. I think I think they're they're on the rise. I think give them a few years. Yeah, they're they're a team that's still right there. They're a year they got, two they got to get they got to get a receiver to replace Larry now. Uh, they you know they got some things to work on on both sides of the ball really, but this team is a few years away from being dangerous. Um, and as Definitely. we said, the Bears there in the playoffs after you know looked like they weren't even gonna you know keep their head coach and quarterback. Now they're both into the playoffs. Uh, the Packers are officially the one yeah, seed. Baby. Uh, they 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 won yesterday against the Bears. I think that's go the worst Lambo. for everyone in the NFC. Because imagine this, Chris. Yes, it's, you know it's a it's Sunday, it's snowing. There's no fans there. It's cold. It's quiet. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are just blowing out the other team. That just sounds miserable, right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm gonna excited. be interesting excited to see how this all plays out. I'm pumped for next week. Uh, three people who are not excited yeah. to play up here because they're now uh, unemployed are Adam Gase, Doug Marone, and, and Anthony Lynn. They have all been fired, uh, respectively, from the Jets, Jaguars, and Chargers. Uh, the Jets, Jaguars, and Chargers join the Falcons, Lions, and Texans as teams without a head coach. None of these are a shock. Nope, there's always about six every year. There could be seven, though. So here we go. The moment Chris has been waiting for. And before, Chris, you pop off about this, I'm going to go for – 
Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take All the right, lead here, say, man. I'm I don't gonna go first. Oh, my thoughts about this, uh, and then from there you can say something about you can say whatever you need to say, Chris. Normally, normally I don't advocate swearing here, Chris. <laughs> We're gonna end. We're gonna end the show. With Normally, this I don't advocate swearing on, on the show, on Chris. But if you need to, you get a pass for this one. You get an absolute pass for this one. <laughs> I don't blame you. Doug Peterson, yeah. the of sore losers out there. He disrespected the integrity of the game and does not deserve another job in the NFL. To start the week, exactly. Sitting he, players for no reason. What injury does Carson? So-called injury. That's what I want to know. He benches Carson. He doesn't even just simply bench Carson Wentz for this game. He doesn't even dress him for this game. The two quarterbacks for the Eagles were obviously Jalen Hurts, who has been great for them, and then Nate Sudfeld. Who the heck is that? Exactly. No so Washington, Washington is you know they're playing good because Washington is actually a good team. Uh, they didn't even play a good game though. That was the most. They really could have, but like the Washington, really they did enough game. to annoy Peterson. Yeah, they did just enough. I agree. Eagles defense played great. Um, it's the fourth quarter, um, fourth and four, and it's seven, the score is seventeen to fourteen. Instead of kicking a game, instead of attempting to kick a game tying field goal, Doug Peterson decides to go for it on fourth and four. And this shouldn't come to a surprise. This shouldn't come to yeah, a surprise. I mean, it's though. a 17 14 game. He always goes for it. He Take never thinks so. He always goes oh, for it, though, but still. In this case. No, he always goes for it and never gets it. Doug Peterson sucks as a coach. He does. He's arguably one of the worst coach, coaches left in the league that's still employed right now, if not the worst. They miss the they you know they go for it on fourth and four. They don't get it. No surprise there. And then you know Washington doesn't really do anything, so they punt it back to, to Philadelphia. And out comes and out running comes Nate Sudfeld, and everyone's like, "What the hell's going on here?" Peterson benches Jalen Hurts for literally no reason. Uh, literally no reason. And the reason the reason he said a liar. that he wanted the reason why he said that he did this was because he wanted to give Nate Sudfeld some snaps because he fully believed that Nate Sudfeld had what it takes to to win the game. Bullshit, absolute bullshit, right there. No, he didn't. Doug Peterson was upset that the Eagles came in fourth place in the worst division in football and said, "All right, there's nothing really to play for except for draft positioning, so let's just purposely lose this game and screw over the Giants." Or he's like, yeah, or he's like, freak this. I want it out of here. Like, firing. I, I, I'm, he's awful. He is an awful coach. I think he he got lucky he beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Don't get me started on that. I have a hot take about and that. And he – it's just uh, – I, I was mind blown that he did what he did. You know, and I know, obviously, I'm extra salty because I'm a giant. Y'all deserve really to be in the playoffs. Okay, so, yeah, I'm salty. I, I also had a division bet. I would have won three hundred dollars on the Giants. So yeah, I'm salty. Okay, whatever. But I mean, I'm I mean, look at the non-Giant fans. Ryan Clark, Rex Ryan, all on ESPN today. People are ripping this guy. Like Chris Collins, not deserve to ever even be a coach. Now, I mean, on air. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Chris Collinsworth. Ever. I don't like them, the Sunday Night Crew. I'm not a fan of them. And you know what? What what the, what he said, Chris Collinsworth was spot on. Like that, you, what they did was disgusting on national TV. And you know what? I hope they do in the future, Matt. Maybe this is is a, is a message that if you have a situation like this that comes down to the last week, both those teams need to play at one o'clock. Simple. You know what? I'm not saying it would change anything, but it could. You never know. Awful. It really, it really look for the league. Um, Doug Peterson is meeting with uh, Eagles uh, management tomorrow. Nobody knows if he's going to get fired or not. He's staying. He's, he's they're going to keep him. But right? here's some... I hope they do. They're idiots. I hope he stays. And that that yeah. franchise that franchise I, is a I will mess. Say that. They're they're a mess. They're officially a mess now because because of because of this. Carson Wentz wants out of Philly, which I don't blame him. I want to be a million miles away from Doug Peterson. Um, you know, no, no one, no one's going to want to take that contract, so they're going to have to release him. He's not going to want to. He's he's just going to hold out and not show up to Philly, if, unless he's you know with another team. He definitely want, he, You could tell too that Eagles players are upset that you know the way that they, that were upset with Doug Peterson last night. So he definitely lost the locker room too. He won't. He won't. If he ends up. Exactly. How can you? How you can you not lose the locker room? Trying you sat half your starters exactly to begin with. Okay, okay, you sat nine people. Everyone on your team's playing your ass off. You're in a three-point game with three minutes left in the third quarter after not converting that fourth down, and you take out Jalen Hurts exactly. for the final four possessions of the game, to for your third-string quarterback. Uh, no comment. Uh, absolutely disgusting. I'm not just Me saying because I'm a Giant fan. I'm saying it as a fan of the game. Very rarely do you see tanking exactly. happen on national TV. And I think the NFL. Here's the thing. In any, I think in the any NFL sport, really needs to look into this. I do. I think they really need to take like a long, hard look at this. Should I? I know. I, I know. Goodell is. They won't doing go. It's Goodell. He's not. He's, he'll, he'll brush it over. It, it's. I. But here's the thing. I. He's. He knows everyone's calling out Doug Peterson. He's seeing it. It's not. It's not just Giants fans doing it. It's literally everybody. In the media, media fans, players. I'm not even yeah. mad about the Giants. Everyone's just playoffs. Doug Peterson overnight went from being the biggest clown in the NFL to the most hated clown in the NFL. We've been talking about this guy all year being a clown. Now I, like, I think if he gets let go, he doesn't even get another said, job. Because teams are going to be because like, te- well, teams are going to look at what he did last night and be like, well, I hope he doesn't. We all know what's going to happen, so there's no point in having him here. That's like the Giants last year in that overtime game they played with Washington. They we won the game, okay? I was upset as a Giant fan because I want to chase you. Exactly. But Herm Edwards it is said it. it is. You play ago. to win the game. It's the it's the NFL. You play to okay? win the game. It's just it's gonna it, karma's a bitch, and it will it, it's gonna get him eventually. He's not gonna he have a job. He won't last. Last. He won't last. He won't. Um. For the Eagles, let's uh, let's review everything else that happened in Week 17. Um, so the final score of 28-14, Patriots beat the Jets. We already went over that. Bills beat the Dolphins, fifty-six twenty-six. Bills are the two seed in the playoffs. Ravens beat the Bengals, thirty-eight three. They're the what are they? Fifth, I think they're the fifth seed in the playoffs. Browns beat the Steelers, twenty-four twenty-two. They're the sixth seed in the playoffs. 
Vikings beat the Lions in a meaningless game, 37-35. Cowboys lost to the Giants, 23-19. We, we, Chris and I both know what just happened, basically. Um, Tampa Bay beat Atlanta, 44-27. Yep. Tampa Bay is now going to Washington next week uh, as Tampa Bay is the fifth seed. Green Bay beat Chicago, 35-16. Uh, Green Bay is the one seed. The Raiders beat the Broncos 32-31 in a meaningless in a meaningless game. Uh, the Raiders blocked the game-winning field goal, which that 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 was probably most one of the most exciting finishes of the year for for for, uh, for, for Vegas. Colts beat the Jaguars 28-14. Colts sneak into the playoffs. Uh, Rams beat the Cardinals 18-7. Seahawks beat the uh, 49ers 26-23. Seahawks are the three seed. Uh, Saints beat the Panthers 33-7. Saints are the two seed. Titans beat the Texans 41-38 um, at the end, basically. And then Philadelphia and then Philadelphia let Washington beat them 20 to 14. <clears throat> All right. Well now we get to go. Last recap of the year. It's sad. All right. Colts Bills, who you got? Yeah, let's do it. Me too. Bill, Bills are good. Bills. Even though I got the Colts winning the AFC Championship on my boogie, but I'm rooting. I, I agree with you. I, the Bills uh, are too much. Bills are going to go off, I think, in the playoffs. Uh, Ram Seahawks, who you got? Most likely Jer- Jared Goff is unknown if he's playing or not in this game. Yeah, Seahawks all day. Tampa, Seahawks. Washington, who do you have? I have. Wa- I actually have Washington Tampa, pulling this off. But it's going to be close. I think um, – I... wow, yeah. Um, I don't think they don't have enough offensively to pull it off. Defense but, um, wins championships. So if they can get to Brady, then maybe they have a chance. Uh, Ravens, Titans, who you got? We'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, Ravens, Titans. I'm gonna go with Tennessee. On Ravens. This one. I think the Ravens. I think pulls Tennessee out just has Baltimore's number. I would not want to be playing Baltimore right now. Five in a row, and they found their Dark running Connors. game. And Lamar is Lamar right now. Uh, Bears, I think Saints. they contain him just enough. Who do you have? Yeah, yeah, Saints are going to win that one. And no then love. Browns and Steelers, no who love. do you have? I do too. All right, awesome. Well, Browns. Where Chris and I are bitter about Doug Peterson. We're going to end off today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. Uh, keep washing your hands, uh, social distance, wear a mask. Calling out all the Karens out there and make the world a lot better. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for the support as always. Yeah, enjoy the playoffs, everyone. Thanks for.